this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Kizdira, Kit, Bria, and Flick. Last week, the party began their trek across the frozen northern island. They headed for the island's center, where the Arcanium floats hundreds, if not thousands of feet above the ground. Getting there, though, has already been quite the adventure. They've seen the icy remains of people trapped on the island when the canyon cold swept in. They've seen evidence of evil fey and fiends about. And now they're trapped on a massive frozen lake with a blizzard blowing about them and hailstones threatening to either brain one of our adventurers or crack the ice beneath them, sending them tumbling into the frigid waters below. How will the party get across this lake safely? What will happen if one of Semyaza's polymorphed imp spies catches sight of them. And is this the last major obstacle the crew will have to face before they arrive at the Arcanium? Let's find okay. out. Hey, y'all. <laughs> yeah, Did you just say right. We all know the answer no. is no. Oh, wait, to wait. The last hello, one hello. Salutation. Oh, sorry. Hello. Salutation. Yes, <laughs> you said it, and I, now, I have been, I've called gonna myself she's going to be shitty up. about it. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Did you just say brain? Us? Yeah. Have you never heard that phrase? This is like a zombie thing? Like you? <laughs> no, that's like a you get hit in the head and your brain becomes exposed. Get oh god! Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard. I don't that actually before. know if that's where the phrase comes from, but that's basically what it means. I don't means. think this is a thing here. What? I don't think what? we talk about this here. What does the geography have to do with anything? <laughs> because I, mean, I think we have no, no weather, so I don't know if this is like tied to weather. I don't it's know. Not a weather I thing. I don't think it to, is. It's just tied to getting hit on the head. I think. Yeah. And, and you get burned I mean, by something. I do have a yeah. giant dent in my head. I think all of you have felt it. I have a giant dent in my head. So maybe. Maybe I was brained, and that's and the part of my brain that knew about brained was where the dent is. It, that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Excellent. 100%. I, have a, I have a question. Well, more of just like amusing, if you will. Um, Does it have to do with the word brained? No, not is at it all. Amusing? I'm just, that's, that's I'm the just checking part. if we're moving on because the only last thing I want to say is that I really look forward to friend of the podcast Dan Dillon listening to this episode because every time any of you give me shit about a word I use, he always texts me, and this time I've been vindicated by other players, so I feel good about it. Hey, Dan. Hi, Dan. <laughs> I actually do have a brain thing, but go ahead, Alex. Oh my oh gosh, no. this is going to be a long intro because I've got a story too. So I know we got we got like <laughs> things I to say. Story too. Okay, oh my gosh, one of you, one up. of you has to save a story for next week. I well, will not. I can actually, save it. <laughs> somebody else go because mine is is related to our podcast and story in like kind oh. of a weird fun way. So somebody go oh, else go. No, not mine that. is related talk about to show? brains. Yeah, you should okay. because do brains. Do brains. If anyone has been to Cardiff, you'll know yes. two wonderful things about Cardiff. One, there are dragons everywhere. Everywhere. On the garbage cans, on posters, they're absolutely everywhere. The other thing is brains, the word brains is everywhere as well because they have a beer. Oh, right. I think it is called beer brains. And so <laughs> I'm walking around Cardiff and I'm like, there's literally nothing but dragons and brains everywhere. That's and actually a different fantastic. version of Dungeons and Dragons. It's Dragons and Brains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dragons, dragons and brains. brains. Yeah, it's a very zombie and illithid based uh, I... mod of the game. Make it. Somebody make it. Give Some us all your money. money. Second campaign. <laughs> Give us all your money. Dragons and Brains. Dragons and dragons Brains. Brains. Dragons. Got it. Making <laughs> I should write a song called Dragons and Brains. That feels like a I... good ditty. Like oh, Alex? don't worry. I'm on it. It's been a while since we had a song. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love it. I did not, I know about, but did not remember from the last I was in Cardiff about Brain's beer because I was 12. Uh, I never had it, but I just, I, I got a kick out of basically everything that I saw in Cardiff. So and yeah. it's, it's spelled, stuck in my brain. It's spelled like the it's English the word brains. Oh, yeah. All right. Listen, Welsh is a funny language. They either give you all the consonants or none of them. But that one word is still brains. Yeah, driving through Wales, I think it was a couple of years ago, was a wild experience. I mean, like you were, <laughs> I mean, on top of like on the other side of the road of it all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like the like 13 letter long words <laughs> that make absolutely no sense to our like English-speaking brains. Oh, you mean brains. that one? Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> yes. that's, 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 I know a, the first like six syllables and then I grew up That's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to a thing that made me sleepy that was about being on a train going through Wales, so, you know. It was like the <laughs> like Wales the country the or like Wales the animal. Yeah. So anyways, my story... Oh, okay. All right. What were you going to say? No, no. It wasn't good. Go ahead. <laughs> toss, toss. By the way, I finally, finally watched In the Heights. It took me way too long. Yay. I promised it a long time ago. It was so good. I cried a lot. I'm a mom and I cried Is a that lot. Is the story? No. Um, okay. Oh. So I, uh, uh, on Armchair Expert, Doc Shepard's podcast, they have like a lot of side podcasts. The amount of free advertising that podcast has gotten here. <laughs> they don't need it. They're fine. God knows. That's right. That's why it's a joke and I'm not cutting this section. <laughs> so they've been doing, um, Monica and Kristen Bell have been doing um, this one called Shattered Glass and it's them interviewing like really prominent women um, who have done a lot for women and blah, blah, blah. So they had an episode with Malala and I downloaded it the same day that my phone automatically downloaded our most recent episode of The Last Refuge. Well, something went wrong. <laughs> Just like at the beginning, if you go back to episode one of this podcast. Something um, goes wrong. It somehow downloaded both of them, but changed their names. <laughs> so, if, <laughs> so if I clicked to listen to Malala, I would hear our voices. Now, I love Kristen Bell, and when it started, I heard her speaking, and I went, wow, I really do kind of sound like her. That's really special for me. Oh, my God. And then I was like, I don't, I don't remember saying these things. Like, it's ta- they were talking about something with the Supreme Court, whatever, and I was like, this is really odd. Like, where's everyone else? I know I talk a lot, but, like, where's everyone else? And then when I tried to play ours, it started, it just, like, it makes the whole thing up anyways. I, it never fixed. I had to listen to each of them individually on the incorrect one. And I'm Kristen Bell, and it's nice to meet everyone. <laughs> so what you're saying is story. that Kristen Bell and, and Malala need to guest on The Last Refuge, a D&D podcast. I would not be able to handle myself. No, I would not. <laughs> I think with anyone else I would, but I, I don't think I could even try to be sassy. I'd, just, I'd be like, okay, whatever you want. This is great. I'm having fun. Can you imagine... Having a podcast with Taryn and Kristen Bell, but we have to give Kristen Bell a sloth. And so they're both just like, oh, my God. Oh, God. And it would be amazing. It would be an hour of just that. I think we should make this happen. 
I feel like we've had less productive episodes of The Last <laughs> Refuge. So, um, not wrong. Yeah, well. you not all continue wrong. to listen. Speaking of, I look forward to Karin's story next week. I do apologize, but we should we should leap into this lake. Should we? Let's do that. Oh, Cute leaping into a lake. That's an ex. Yeah, I want a boing and then a splash. Or a, no, a crack no, splash. No, 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 no it's, it's going to be no a crack. crack and a splash and screams. Anyway, let's God. play the ending. Because we're all brave. <laughs> Because it's cold. You all do this every week. I say, let's start, and then that's my cue when I'm editing to start the music, and then you all make jokes. I do like it when you stop the music and restart the music, though. (laughs) (laughs) So, you're in, you're not even in the middle of this lake yet. You're a little ways out on this lake. The blizzard has blown in, but you knew that before you started to cross. Uh, Pretty hefty blizzard. Visibility isn't great. Um, Here, Ability isn't great either. The wind is very, very loud. Um, and then the hail started. And you heard it first smacking up against the ice in the distance. And then you heard it uh, very up close smacking up against a couple of you. Uh, not our rogue and our monk, but the other two of you and, and Mirko got a bit of it. And then you started seeing the enormous pieces. The giant, you know, fist-sized or double fist-sized. And you could see where these larger pieces were hitting the lake, there were small, at this point, little spider web cracks beginning to form. But as you continue to watch, you see that in the unfortunate events where larger hailstones strike in similar places, the cracks get larger and louder and deeper. What are you doing? We need to move. Yeah, we, we gotta skedaddle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, now remind, did we put somebody in the bag of holding for this so. for this journey? He that, was in it, was and a... then we took him out of it because he was talking to us and telling us stuff. That I think that was like when we first got to the island. Yeah. Yes. So he so he's out now. Mm-hmm. I personally think in a in one swift move, somebody else has got to go in there because I'm flying and I'm not on the ice. If you want to grab Mirko and Bria, I get Kit. Yeah, I think I was... I mean, that's what we were before. So yeah, let's. I think we would automatically just go with that. I'm hopping on. Okay, all right. Question. Yes, answer. Can I use Mage Hand as a makeshift umbrella? <laughs> can I put it above me? And it can, <laughs> that's I'll so make, interesting. Like what, dex checks or something to try to grab them if they try to hit us? It'll swat them away. It's going to be like... That's really interesting. Okay, so here's the... I think you're going to have to make some choices. Yes. I think... Because that's going to require concentration and attention, right? And you're on a broomstick, so I think you have a couple of choices, right? If you want to use Mage Hand, that's fine. What what is the what is the result that you want here? Do you want advantage? Is that what you want? I want to, for me and Flick, probably more Flick because he's driving to not get hit by the hail. Oh, I see. You want to help Flick by using Mage Hand. Or me, but just make sure it. I just want to bat them away while we're flying, so right. that we don't get hurt. Like, like out in front of you. I like was as picturing you're above our hand, above. flicking okay. like right. a, a cow's tail when a fly it. comes. <laughs> Got it. Okay, so here, here's here's what I can offer you because you know the thing with Mage Hand always is that it, it it's five pounds of force, right? So, so here's here's your choice. You can spend some attention and energy uh, focusing on this Mage Hand to help protect the two of you. And uh, I will say that Flick can roll his dexterity saving throws against the hail with advantage. Mm -hmm. If you're choosing to protect him with that, that's fine. Uh, You will roll normally. You're not going to get a bonus from it for yourself. But you can get it for Flick. 
The trick, though, is that you are also going to be riding on this broom. <laughs> and so you're going to do your dexterity checks normally, but I'm not sure that you, if you're riding with Flick, I don't know how your evasion works, right? Your evasion is like super freedom of movement kind of based in my mind. So if you're going to be focusing on Flick, using the Mage Hand to give him advantage, I'm going to take away your evasion for the length of the ride. If you don't want to do the Mage Hand thing, then, you know, you can zip, spin around on the broom and do all the other wild things and you can keep your evasion. Will you take away my reliable talent? Absolutely not. (laughs) Great. These are dexterity she, saving throws. They don't they aren't affected by reliable it. talent. She, she's covering all of her bases no matter what. I just I'm looking at all the things I can do. I do. I appreciate the uh, No, you know what? I'm gonna protect him because I yeah. I think if if he gets knocked off the broom, we're screwed. We gotta go as fast as possible. So I'm gonna protect yeah. him with my chance. Okay, I like that. Take inspiration because you're I, I like the choice. Thank you. It's creative I and I just got us a new inspiration. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So, uh, Mirko's in the bag. Bria is on the back of the broom. Uh, and Flick is on the front. And you three are flying. Fly speed for the broom is 60? I believe it's 50. 50. Can we dash on the broom? We can dash um, on the broom. Yes, you can. You can. Uh, all right. So, that's 50. Then, Bizdira is carrying Kit. I imagine her as, like... Me just like grabbing her arm and swinging her onto my back. So she's like a little koala bear on my back. (laughs) Okay. All right. And I'm assuming that you are at the very least action dashing, right? So I'm going to assume that your speed is... Is 100. 100? Okay. If I dash. Uh, How how far do we have to go to get it? Like just away from the lake and some cover? uh, Well, if you want to cross the lake, it's like several thousand feet yet because um, okay. you, you're not even at the halfway point yet you could turn and go back which is still a little ways but significantly less and go back the way that you came uh, which of course is in the direction of you know the forest and everything so that's right. up to you it'll take a while Okay. Uh, the one thing that I will point out is if we are running faster than the broom they will no longer have um, passive pass right so that's we can dash well. at the same same pace as the broom. You can dash at the... Yes, because yes. essentially your speed is the same as the brooms. As the brooms yeah. You can go faster if you wanted to use key points, but also you don't have to. Right. So, yeah. Okay, okay, so we'll do that. We'll we'll keep pace with the broom, but we'll dash. Okay. Oh, I got it. I, I love it. I'm, I'm sick to my stomach. Wild. I'm so nervous. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All I right. Great. So you have so many <laughs> things to contend with. Falling ice, cracking ice, uh, polymorphed raven imps up above trying to watch you although the good news is the storm is quite bad so you know if your visibility is not good probably neither is theirs so that's something at least see that's the whole point I was making when we decided to do this you keep, yeah. you keep convincing yourself this is okay <laughs> hey well we'll find out won't we yeah we will yeah <laughs> alright okay so you all are running let's start with dexterity stealth checks I am, if you all are flat out running, I am giving you disadvantage, but you have the plus 10 pass without trace. Um, Bria, Kit, and Mirko can roll normally because you are not actually doing anything. Uh, Flick, actually, I think you can too. I think it's just Bizdir with disadvantage because Bizdir is the only one touching the ground. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, well, let's start with Bizdira then in that case. It was a, a seven and a crit fail, but with Ooh, that, it's okay. still a 18. 
okay, yeah, I'll sort of do a happy medium, because you know we love our crit fails, but also the pass without trace isn't nothing, so. Right. Um, okay. Uh, flick. No, sorry, let's do the other with Bizdira kit. What'd you get? A 30. Surely a 30. that okay, will help. That will help. Yes, exactly. She's just exactly. like blanketing me with like <laughs> snow. She's like, I don't know. Perfect. Um, oh, I realize I should have done this in another order, but that's on me and it'll be better for you this way. So I'm not going to change it. Uh, <laughs> let's do the other driver, which is Flick next. That's a 27. A 27. All right. Passenger one. Bria, what'd you get? A 35. 35, and Mirko got a 27. He's in the bag. Does that matter? Oh, right. I forgot he was in the bag. Yeah, he's... Yeah, no, that absolutely... <laughs> he does not have to... Have to... No, he's fine. In the um, bag. I will say... I'm timing it. Don't worry about it. Okay, great. I mean, he can. You can pull him out and stop and get breath and like get air in the bag and for a couple of minutes and then you know whatever. But as you run, you are running. You are remark. Most of you are remarkably stealthy, but there is hail all around. I need everyone to make dexterity saving throws, please. Uh, Flick, you have advantage. Mirko is not making it. So glad I have advantage. Rhea does not have her evasion, but Bizdira does. Uh, Kit, Godspeed. So, uh, let's start on the broom side this time. So, Flick, what was your deck save? That is a 22. All right. Uh, and then with you is Bria. 26. 26. And Marco's in the bag. Is Dira? I have a question first. <laughs> oh, boy. No, because I do have evasion, is it possible to help Kit if she... Uh, rolls terribly. I don't. I don't. We are trying mm. everything we can not to get. <laughs> no, I know, and I appreciate it. I appreciate the creativity, but the problem is, Kit is the one that's on you, not the other way around. Yeah, so, in yeah. fact, Kit is probably providing you with some cover, and maybe I should have given you advantage. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I mean, I rolled a twenty-four, so I'm not All super right, worried so yeah, about you're, it. You're fine. All right, Kit. How 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 bad? It's, I said it's not bad, guys. Oh, this then is why are we doing this? What you I get? was just curious. I just wanted to, you know, chance my What did you get? A a 17, which, you know, compared to all y'all's rolls, sounds pretty bad. But But that passes. Also, you really can't blame us for assuming. Um, All right. So So rude. So rude. All right. So everyone except Bizdira is going to take six bludgeoning damage. uh, Bizdira and Mirko are going to take six bludgeoning damage as bits of... Uh, hail crash into you all. Nobody, I, I don't think six is brain worthy, so no worries there. I just get, um, I mean, I, I, we did really, we rolled really well. Six you six did six. roll quite well. Bizdira, I need you to roll me percentile, please. I'm gonna die. Oh, God. i find my percentile. While you're now? doing that, I'm making uh, disadvantaged perception checks for the imp spies in the sky. Yeah, I don't, I don't think this is a good situation. I mean, it's not great. Really? Uh, Biz Dira, what did you get? 94. 94, great. All right, so you can see as you run, you can see that the ice is is cracking on the lake, but def- holy shit, but definitely in different directions. Uh, sorry, I just rolled for the imps, and they rolled quite well, uh, even with disadvantage. Uh, but fortunately, so did you all. So, 
here's what happens. You can see the hailstones crashing down. You can see where the large ones fall uh, and are making cracks on the ice. But you, Bizdira, are you're not pushing yourself to full speed, so you still have a little bit of the wherewithal to you know duck and weave and dodge and avoid the cracked the the particularly cracked areas. As you are going, we have perception checks with disadvantage from everyone, please. Let's start this time with the riders. So let's start with Kit. Sixteen. All right. Uh, let's get the rest of that little party. So Bizdira. Six. Oh, okay. I'm really focused on the hail. I mean, that feels right. That feels appropriate. Uh, all right. Let's hop over to the other place. Uh, riders, Bria. Fifteen. And Flick. A twenty-one. All right. That was with disadvantage. Well done. Yeah, the other one was a crit, which is very disappointing. Oh, no. Oh, damn. Okay, yeah. So, Kit and Flick. Oh, that's nice. One per one per party. Uh, Kit and Flick, you look up and you see a trio of those, rave, those white raven imps uh, sort of circling, and the circle is spiraling towards you all. You can't tell if they've seen you or if they just happen to be coming this way, but they are definitely coming towards you all in the, you know, as you all are running. Whether or not that is going to affect what you do next, is up to you all. Uh, but if you are doing something other than continuing to flee across the lake in this blizzard hailstorm, let me know now. I'm going to look okay. over at Kit. <laughs> yeah, like, I like yeah. glance over at Kit. And kind of, because yeah. we, I, I think I noticed that we both see the same thing. Um, yeah, we back. <laughs> um, and uh, I mean, it kind of shrug, like on the back of the broom, like, uh, what? I don't know. I think we gotta keep going, right? I think so. Onward. I don't know. I don't have anything to help us. I don't know. Me neither. I don't know. If we want to, like, zigzag like we're running away from, like, a crocodile or something, I don't know. I don't know if that works. Is that what you do when you are running from a crocodile? From I, a crocodile? I, yes. From in my, in my own personal experience, yes. <laughs> All right. So we're running across this lake. <laughs> I hope this is a story you're Sorry. telling the next episode. So, yes. So, uh, you all are running. You are pushing yourselves, right? So, Bizdira, you you are not going the full extent, but you are dashing every, right? You are exerting yourself every single round. Flick, you are really, you are riding low on this broom and really sort of, you know, with, with whatever magical uh, energy and attention is required to get it to go, you are pushing it. So, Biz and Flick, make me constitution saving throws, please. Uh, and this will be just a, I'll tell you right now, it's a DC 10. Okay, both good, it looks like. I'm getting yep, nods. we are so good. So, both of those Excellent. So it's your, I mean, you can feel that this is exhausting, but you are not yet exhausted. And we'll say that all of this covers a minute of travel. So that means 10 rounds. That means you all have made it a thousand feet. So you've gotten a good way across the lake. You probably have, if you are able to continue at this pace, you probably got another two minutes, right? Another couple thousand feet to make it. It's a very big lake. It was like a mile across. Yeah. Um, we got this. So. Yeah, we, 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 we can do it. Again. We can do it. We got this. Now, as you all go, you can definitely see that this next minute is where your path and the imp's path is going to intersect, just so you know. So, uh, I'm going to switch up the order in which we did things, because I realized that one could affect the other. Let's start this time with dexterity saving throws to avoid the hail. Once again, Flick, you have advantage. All right, uh, Flick, let's start with you. Uh, that's a 17. Great. Bria? 32. 32, all right. Uh, Bizdira? 17. And Kit? 12. Okay. Uh, oh, Kit, I need you to make a concentration check from the last minute when you got hit with 
uh, hail, because you took damage. So I need a DC 10 constitution save from you to make sure that you keep pass without trace of. That's okay, why have to but do I it can cast order. it at will, so even if I drop it, I'll just cast it right again. <laughs> yeah, you definitely can, but there will be that little gap. Uh, so the first time it went down, and I okay, cast great. it right up again. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, so if you succeeded, which I believe was everyone, uh, but Kit, you take another six bludgeoning damage. Kit, you're going to take 12 this time. Uh, and I do need another constitution saving throw for another concentration check. Yeah, in the in the grand scheme, it's a tiny, tiny, tiny little difference. But there's like, what, a six second period in which you don't have, right, the spell. Uh, do you okay? Yeah. All right, so that one's held up. Good, that's helpful. Uh, so... Hailstones beating down on you, glancing off some of you. Uh, Kit, one of them is going straight for Bizdira's head, and I think you just sort of like throw yourself, like hitch yourself up a little bit, uh, and and you know deflect it off of Bizdira with yourself. Um, and it sucks. I got brained to you got protect brained. Bizdira's brain. Oh no, <laughs> that's the title of episode. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, so. Next up, we need those dexterity stealth checks. Uh, Bizdira at disadvantage. Everyone with a plus 10. All right. So uh, let's go with, well, let's switch to the other. Let's go to the broom. So Flick, what'd you get? That's another 27 for the stealth check. All righty. Bria, how about you? I'm so bad at math. 33. Okay. All right. Uh, Now let's hop over Bizdira. 34. Nice, with disadvantage, too. Well done. And Kit? 22. Hey. All right. Hey, all super 20, so well done. All right, I need to uh, make some perception checks from the imps, uh, and you all need to, uh, sorry, Bizdira and Flick, you need to make constitution saving throws DC 12. That's a 15 for me. All right, that'll do for you. I think I'm going to use my uh, inspiration on this one. Okay, probably wise, since it's going to give you disadvantage on stealth, ch- I mean, on ability checks if you fail, and we're making a bunch of ability checks. Fuck. Uh-oh. How fuck? Hey, everybody. Your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all... Happy anniversary to us! The first and second episodes of The Last Refuge premiered on July 19th, 2017. And holy crap how the time has flown. Now, we know there hasn't been very much pomp and circumstance for this anniversary, but it has been a year, y'all. And we decided that this time around, we're giving ourselves that well-known and traditional fourth anniversary gift a damn day off. Or, I guess in our case, a pass on planning and executing a big blowout anniversary event. (laughs) Anyway, we're still hoping to have a little something special for our 200th episode that's coming up in a few weeks, so there's that. And we do promise that next year's, whoa, fifth anniversary celebration will be even more special for us having taken this year off. But for right now, we just wanted to say... Happy fourth birthday to us, and to all of you listening, whether you've been with us for four years or just the past 26 minutes or so, thank you for adventuring with the crew, for supporting us, for listening. We appreciate you. All right. Happy anniversary. Now, back to business. Where were we? Uh, Oh, second of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be glorious if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcast from and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read five-star reviews on the air as soon as we're able, and in theory, anyway, the more of them we get, the more visible the show becomes and the more people we get to listen. But as you must by now know, we are also asking that in addition to the ratings and reviews, which we do love because we love to read them out loud, you also tell your friends 
friends. If you've got friends that play D&D or even friends that just enjoy a good story, why don't you tell them about the show? We would very much appreciate it. We want to, of course, remind you all about our Patreon page. You can go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks, like early access to certain episodes. In fact, our patrons got access to this episode on our anniversary proper, assuming that all of my plans go well. So there's a great example. You also get character sheets for the PCs and all kinds of other great things. And if that isn't enough, well, by supporting our Patreon, you'll also be supporting multiple other content creators across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon It Forward program. You can find out more information about that program and a list of the creators that we're patronizing on our Patreon page. But for now, I want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons and thank them for their support. Thank you very, very much to our Heralds of Denier, Shimmy Gangot and Tanya, to our honorary party members, Matthew Allen and Seven, and to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders, Eugenio, Eliahu of Merck Grove, and Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. Enjoy D&D video games, but don't have dozens of hours to dump into another giant RPG? Well, have we got the game for you. Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms is a set-it-and-forget-it idle game featuring tons of your favorite characters from Forgotten Realms lore and from contemporary popular D&D stream shows. You can get more information on the game at CodenameEntertainment.com or on Twitter at at IdleChampions. And when you start playing, use the Electrum Chest codes found every week in our episode notes to get gems, gear, and other power-ups all for free. Enhance your characters and defend Faerun with TLR and Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. We want to thank BattleBards, Scott Buckley, and Kevin McLeod for the music you hear on our show. You can find their collections at BattleBards.com, ScottBuckley.com.au, and in CompTech.FilmMusic.io, respectively. As always, you can, of course, also check the episode notes if you want specific track names, artist names, and links to those tracks. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or really anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links that you can find on our website or in our episode notes when you shop at those sites so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. Fancy a little more last refuge in your life? Dream of waking up to a cup of glorp and a relaxing puzzle sesh with Flick? Or maybe you just want to rep your favorite podcast during your morning run with a TLR t-shirt and water bottle? Well, your dreams can be a reality if you go to bit.ly slash TLR merch store, all lowercase, right now. Our merch store is fully stocked with all sorts of TLR goodness, and we're always on the lookout for ideas for new products. Visit the store, pick something out, and be sure to take lots of pictures and tag us on social media. Really quickly, just a little update. I am now all done fundraising with Logitech for Creators for Creators for BIPOC Month, and I want to thank all of you so very much for signal boosting, hopping into the streams, and donating. However you helped me out, I appreciate it. We managed to raise over $5,000 for the Refugee and Immigrant Center for Education and Legal Services. I am so floored, so proud, so excited that we are going to get to send all of that money over to such a great organization. So uh, thank you all so much for whatever support you were able to toss my way last week. Okay, that's all the announcements this week. Thanks so much for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy, fight racism where, when, and however you can. 
and happy gaming, y'all. Bizdira and Flick, you need to make constitution saving throws DC 12. That's a 15 for me. All right, that'll do for you. I think I'm going to use my uh, inspiration on this one. Okay, probably wise, since it's going to give you disadvantage on stealth, ch- I mean, on ability checks if you fail, and we're making a bunch of ability checks. Fuck. Uh-oh. Can I, can I give How her fuck? my... Oh, yeah, what's the number on it? 11. What's your deck save? Or a constitution. Con save. Plus two, so that That's would be enough. a 13. Yeah, because yeah. I rolled a five and a six. You got it, baby. It's yours. Thank you. All right. Okay. Whoa, five and a six. Okay, so uh, Flick, tell us what this is. What is the moment that you saw in your dreams last night, and how do you help Bizdira avoid getting out of breath and becoming exhausted from this flight? I, ooh, good question. The moment that I saw in my dreams is probably, it's uh, it's Bizdira maybe, maybe like crawling on the ground, like trying to like, and I know in my dream, you know in that dream state where you like are aware of like things, but you don't really know how you're aware of them. Mm -hmm. Like I, I know that she is like, cannot go on like she's crawling and maybe on oh, maybe, sure. maybe in it's cold outside I don't know maybe she's got like gloves on and like she's I don't know something relating to this world but I I probably saw her last night my dreams like like crawling and like panting and like trying to go and she just kind of collapses and so ma- that's real how dramatic I, huh? I don't know who's to say I, I will say I had some really crazy dreams lately. I don't know yeah I was gonna say is this not normal for people this sounds pretty crazy dreams lately anyway um, yeah, I think that's probably what I saw. And so I know instinctively, like, we're moving pretty fast. Not as fast as she's normally, like, that she can sure. go. But we're... But for a long really, time. And this is, like, a stressful mm-hmm. moment. So I think I know yeah. to give her that power in this moment. And and what is that power? How do you... How do, What does it look like when you do it? Ooh, um, it's... I'll look at her and my eyes glow a gold. And yes. she all of a sudden just sort of, like, speeds back up again as she starts to slow down. Oh, I love that. that. So Kit, you also, yeah, absolutely. So Kit and Bizdira, you both, like Kit, you could feel it that Bizdira was, you know, she's very fast, but, you know, the steps were ever so slightly less rhythmic. And there's this little flash from from Flick on the broom and Bizdira, you feel very tired, but energized enough to keep going. So nobody's exhausted. The raven imps in the sky, one of them peels off and starts going elsewhere, and the other two, their circle begins to get a little more erratic, and it looks like they may have, if they had seen you before, they've lost sight of you now, and are clearly trying to to find you again, which of course tells you two things. One, they don't know where you are now, but two, the odds that they saw you earlier, whether or not they could identify you, but the odds that they saw you earlier, pretty high. But the end of the lake is in sight. We have one more round. Anything I should know about for these last thousand feet. We're going to make it. It's going to be great. (laughs) Positive energy, everyone. Here we go. (laughs) Oh, Bizdira, uh, uh, percentile. I forgot about I knew there was one more roll per per minute. There's one out of like 17 rolls that we missed. Does anybody need a little bardic inspiration, says the rope? Oh, as a bonus action. That is a 74. All right, so Bizdira, you see that there are more, there are twice as many uh, uh, large cracks and areas that you're having to sort of, you know, avoid. Maybe that even contributed to your exhaustion, that you're Mm -hmm. having to focus so much because more and more of these hailstones are now the big hailstones, and more and more of them are cracking. And you even hear a couple of them, not near you, but off in the distance, you can hear some really big ones that you think actually might be going straight through 
the ice altogether. The storm is getting worse, for sure. But the edge of the lake is within sight. Dexterity saving throws to avoid the hail, everybody. Oh my god, so exciting. Advantage for Kit. Advantage for Flick. Damn it. Sorry. Thank god for that advantage, y'all. Oh, well, let's hear it, Flick. Uh, dex, dex save, yeah. That is a 22. Okay, and Bria, who's on the back of the broom? 24. All right. Uh, Bizdira, running around. I thought I rolled a 9. Apparently I rolled a 6, so that's a 12. Uh, 14. 14, okay, and Kit. A 15. Okay, uh, so Kit, you did manage to save. Uh, the DC is 15. So I take half from evasion? Yes, you will You will all take half this time, essentially. Okay, okay so this time you all take eight bludgeoning damage, uh, which is half. Uh, as more of them fall, Kit, go ahead and give me that constitution save for the spell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good times. Okay. All right, so again, the shadows around you all uh, momentarily for, I don't know, maybe let's say six seconds, disperse and then <laughs> re-purse. Um, <laughs> I mean, we should have a pretty good covering of snow on us to oh, wipe yeah. out I, a little bit, you know. The shadows are, are are one of many things that are helping to keep you all concealed. Our eyelashes and everything are just like frozen. Our noses <laughs> are numb. Definitely. This is awful. Definitely. All right, next up, I need dexterity stealth checks from everyone. Disadvantage for Bizdira. Kit, let's start with you. That's the 20 adjusted. Okay, great. And Bizdira, who is carrying Kit. 19. And we pop over to the other one, Bria, who is riding the broom. 32. And Flick, who is driving the broom. I got a 32 as well. Oh my gosh, a 32 as well. 32 broom. Anyway, you all have done your dex checks. You've done your dex saves. Next up, I need a constitution saving throw from Bizdira, DC 14. Oh, God. Oh, and Flick, DC 14. You got this. Flick, what'd you get? That's an 18. That'll do. Bizdira, what'd you get? That's a six. Okay. Take my inspiration. Yay. (laughs) Can we transfer it? Yes, I've let her do it to Kit before. Might as well let her do it to Bizdira. Thank the Jeebus. That's 18. Excuse okay. me. Thank the Brebus. <laughs> That's also a possible episode title. No, it sort of no, sounds like we're thanking better. Rince Priebus. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Anyway. Uh, all right. So both of you are able to not, you know, get too terribly, although at this point you are both, non-mechanically speaking, exhausted. Last thing I think that I need, Bizdira, I need a percentile roll. Because I'm running, right? It is absolutely because you are running, yep. 43. Oh, no. No, that's good. I was trying to make sure. You were trying to make it not good. I really (laughs) just wanted you to fall through the ice, but you're not going to. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So you can have water water. anyway. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, I do. last thing that I need from everyone, one last uh, wisdom perception with disadvantage, please. Then I will tell you what this looks like as you all cross from frozen lake back to solid ground on the far side. Bria. I crit failed. Yes, Kit. 13. And Flick. This is the second time I've rolled a crit on a disadvantage roll this game, but it's okay. (laughs) It's an 18. Okay. And uh, Bizdira. I also crit failed. I have two fuck dice. And they both rolled fucks for me. Well, look, they're feeling some kind of way today. All right. Like a horny hydrant? Yeah. <laughs> Flick, 
you uh, you have a you're in front of the broom, and you know the broom isn't on the ice, so you don't have to spare your attention for cracked ice. So you notice a second one of the three raven imps takes off elsewhere. Oh, uh, okay, is that's clearly good. I continuing you were say to search for you all. Barrels towards us. I was like, no, 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 no. I think that they're telling her that we're here. I think that's why they're disappearing. They're saying, I saw something. I love the speculation. Let me finish my thought and say that one oh. of them flies off uh, in some other direction. The other one beelines for you all. There we are. That's what I was saying. Kill it! <laughs> Kill it with fire! <laughs> <laughs> that won't work. No, it's it won't. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a fiend of some kind. So, you all, but running breathing heavily, frankly, all of you, because also it's absolutely freezing, right? So uh, Bazira and Flick in particular have that horrible, unpleasant, like exhausted, hot, sweaty, but also freezing cold feeling going on right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fortunately, they are the two that are magically resistant to cold, so that probably is good. Um, But you are exhausted. You are in pain. You have bruises. You're going to have goose eggs on your heads from where (laughs) these hailstones have hit you, but you, uh, you can tell immediately when you have crossed the threshold from frozen lake to dry, well, <laughs> snow-covered dry land, I guess. Uh, again, as this imp, which is a goodly ways up, it's it's got some distance before it's going to get to you all, so you have a bit of time, but Flick, you see it coming in your direction. Right. I'm going to immediately look around for some sort of cover. I mean, is there, are we, have we made it to the plains? Where are we? Yeah, so there's this great big plain uh, that that looks like it's, you know, it goes quite a ways uh, out sort of, you know, to the horizon. Oh, you can't see that. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you appear to be on the plains. uh, And, you know, before the storm started, you got a glimpse of it. And they, you know, they looked to go for quite a ways, but you can't see more than a couple dozen feet at most ahead of you at this point. I'm going to look around and immediately ask Tiny Hut, do I spend a minute doing that? It takes kind of a long time, but or do we just like go? Yeah, Flick, I should I should say, since I just talked about how bad the visibility is, you're catching this imp heading towards you totally by chance. There happened to be a break in the storm that allowed you to see it, but mm-hmm. it's it's far enough out that, like, immediately you saw it, it was coming, and then now you can't see it anymore. Okay. Um, so I, and I will relay, I'll say there's dash. there's one of a, one of them has, like, spotted us, so we might want to keep an extra hard lookout for that if I'm going to cast this spell. But is Tiny Hut visible to outside people? I don't think it is. It's So it it can look it can look like the it can match color to the surrounding area, which in this case is great because the surrounding area is just white with snow, so textures aren't going to be that big a deal. Mm-hmm. I, I I think, think I'm going to go ahead and just start casting. I think and just say like have my back. Let's keep an eye out for on the skies because there is one of them that did spot us or that was I'm that gonna, was coming towards us. I'm gonna pull Mirko out of the back. Right. Uh, yeah, Mirko appreciates that. He doesn't super enjoy. Uh, you know, riding in there, but he did it because it meant he didn't have to get brained by hail. Um, <laughs> Does he have any abjuration, something or other, that might protect us from hail or like. Probably. Uh, I don't know why I said probably. Possibly. He doesn't have protection from hail. Isn't that like standard? Yeah. <laughs> Fourth level spell. Yeah. Oh, what he could do, he could cast control winds. 
and just try to, at the very least, you know, create a little protective area while you all are working, if that's a thing you wanted to try Can and do. Can he also possibly protect us, but push the air to make it harder for the imp to get towards us so that we have more time? So he can, I'm going to uh, paraphrase because mm-hmm. it's long, uh, but he can do a couple of things. He can create gusts uh, in a hundred foot cube. They continually blow in a horizontal direction that he designates. Uh, so he could have them blow against the direction that you all saw the imp coming in. Uh, he also can create a downdraft, uh, a strong downward blast of wind, and that has the potential to maybe knock the imp out of the air, uh, and he could set that uh, a couple hundred feet out from you all so that hopefully, assuming the imp doesn't change trajectory, it would fly through that downdraft area and hopefully get slammed down to the ground and held there for at least a little while. I think the spell lasts for, oh, the spell lasts for up to an hour, so, you know, depending on how strong that imp is, that is also an option. How much longer of this day do we have? I'm thinking about the equinox. You're up in the north, Cania's climate has sort of started to creep in. So the sun is probably, I mean, you're probably going to lose what little light you've got in like an hour or maybe two. But in terms of like your, you know, circadian rhythm and your sleep schedule, like you've got a little bit longer than that before you would normally take a rest, um, which is which is fine. You know, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, light is probably going to start to go in somewhere between an hour and two hours. I was just thinking he could do like the extend spell or something since it seems like or, we're not yeah. Up to her in time to use oh, that. Do you mean for Tiny Hut or for the gut, for the wind? Either. Or both? I was thinking more Mirko because you said it was an hour, so yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Great. I'm going to start uh, casting Tiny Hut. <laughs> okay, and Mirko, Glorp Mirko wants to know do you want him to try to push the imp away or keep the imp pinned to the ground? What do we know about imps and their abilities? To- I mean. You've yeah. run into them before, and and Mirko and and ultimately Flick also are pretty familiar because they're you know sort of universal servitors down in the hells. They're not very strong, like at all. I'd say just push him back. Oh, I was gonna say pin him down and go get him and and nix him. Oh, I mean we could do that, but I was also debating whether or not like just push him back so that we can tiny hut and then, you know, he can go about his business, keep looking for us, but that way at least he's not missing. I think the less messengers, the better. Okay. In my opinion. If he wants to pin him down, I'm happy to go Nyx. Do they have any way of communicating... Uh, like, could they communicate with her through their brains at all? Imps, as far as as uh, any of you know, are not telepathic and certainly not over huge ranges. Okay. Uh, you know, who knows whether Semyaza has given her spies something, but normally, innately, no. Okay. Does Mirko know if Semyaza <laughs> has given her spies? Uh, you know, I feel like Mirko could probably uh, venture a guess that she probably hasn't, at least not to the imps. If she has more powerful spies, maybe, but imps are a dime a dozen, uh, particularly to Semyaza, so probably not. Oh, if they're a dime a dozen to her, let's definitely kill it. She's not going to notice it's gone. She don't cur. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Flick, you have a minute in which to deal with this. Uh, Mirko is going to... Now, Mirko is not going to go help you. Uh, Bizdira. Mirko will essentially, what Mirko wants to do, because you can do that, you can help him do this really, really quickly, hopefully before the imp arrives, is run him out uh, about 300 feet or so, because that's the that's the range on the spell, but he can't see that far. Mm-hmm. So run him out to where you want the downdraft to be. He'll cast it, then you run him back, because if the imp sees him, it's all over. Right. Right. 
Um, even even if you even if you were to kill the imp, if it had seen Mirko, like there are just too many variables there. It, it's like suddenly the imp's mission would change. Mirko says like it would go right. rather like all of these things. That's so fine. Mirko asks for you to carry him about 300 feet. He'll cast the spell, carry him back. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm making you run so much. Except <laughs> not really because I'm Mirko and I don't give a shit. Right. Um, and then you can run back and, and kill the imp or whatever. And in that case, I'm going to uh, when we plan to kick off, I'm going to click my heels. Ah, okay, great. That way you don't have to dash uh, unless you really want to, which will keep you from making constitution saving throws. Yep. All right. So this happens. Since you're using the boots, I'm not going to worry about any of the details. We're just going to say that this part of the plan, at least, uh, goes off pretty well. Takes you, uh, you know, with those boots like that, it takes you, what, 6 times 6 is 36 seconds, right? About six rounds of combat uh, to run out there. Oh, more than that. 42 seconds, seven rounds. Run out there, cast the spell, run him back. By the time you get back to the area where the downdraft is, Bizdira, Flick, you are just then finishing up the tiny hut. Now, I just realized something, and I have to apologize for not realizing it sooner. I think if Bizdira is not in the hut when you cast it, I don't know that she can go into the hut. Is that true? Am I making that up? Like, everybody has to be in there. Okay. Within the dome, when you cast a spell, can move through it freely. Yeah, so she has to be within it. If she's not within it when you cast it, she can't go in. She she can't be in there. Like starting. So that's like so when I start casting, or like when no, I when you finish, finish casting. Okay, when you finish. Okay, when you finish. So, so, so that just happens. means right. So that just means Bizdira. Uh, that you're going to have to wait a couple of rounds, 18 seconds, uh, before you go back to find the imp. So the imp is going to have a little bit of time to try to get out of that and get okay. away before you get there. Okay, is so Mirko as long as I'm us? in it to start. As long as you're in it up. to start, you can come and go. I think Flick can't leave it without it ending, but the rest of you can come and go. Okay. All right, let me make a few strength saving throws for this imp. Uh, whose strength score is six, um, to see if he's able to escape before you are able to get back. What is Mirko's DC? Oh, it is It is both a good thing that Mirko is a talented spellcaster and also imps are weak as fuck, uh, because one of the strength saving throws was an 18 on the die, but of course that makes it a 16, and Mirko's DC is 18. Oh, thank goodness. Beautiful. So you get back over there, Bizdira, and you see this imp uh, in the center of this incredible... I mean, it's blown, like, most of the snow away from the ground at this mm-hmm. point. Like, you can see little, like, frozen dead grass uh, underneath all of this. And the imp is just struggling back in back in imp form. It's not even in raven form anymore. Struggling, trying to use its tail to leverage itself up, just flat on the ground, unable to get up. What are you doing? If I get into the downdraft, it's gonna be shitty and painful, right? No, it's really only flying creatures. Uh, you are you are okay as long as you're starting on the ground. I mean, I'm still gonna I'm gonna have you go ahead and make a strength saving throw just so that we can narrate this with some flavor. Right. But the spell will not affect you adversely. Okay, so I'm gonna make I guess that unless now. you crit fail. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make that now. That's a 16. 16 total? Yeah. Okay, so it is, it's it's tough going. It's a good thing you have the boots on also, right? right. Because it is it is tough going. It's not pleasant. Um, you know, the good news is that the wind that's being created has sort of also pushed out some of the hailstones, but you really have to sort of, you know, you got to tilt your head down and you really sort of got to go. Um, okay. But you're able to make it over to the imp. Um, 
Do we have to roll initiative, or can I just beat the crap? No, out of you it? can just go first. <laughs> I'm gonna make four attacks. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! All right. The lowest is a twenty. Yeah, I, and I with your, I mean, it's only got ten hit points. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's so tiny. you <laughs> obliterate you this tiny little imp. Yeah, you step. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. You you run over. In fact, I think you're just running, and you don't even <laughs> notice until you feel crunch. crunch. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go with Splat, but Crunch is just... No, crunch no. Is even it's, worse. it's definitely... It's got a scorpion tail. It's got a carapace. It crunches. In which yeah. case, she's going to, like, do one of those, um, again, dash from Incredibles, like, skid, turn <laughs> around, paw at the ground, and run back to the tiny hut. Yes. Yes. And All right. And my heels. So that's... With Mirko? Is he in the hut? I know I am. Mirko's with the hut. Mirko's in the okay. hut. He came back after he cast the spell and didn't go out again. Great. So, Bizdira comes running into the hut about, I don't know, uh, six times, about a minute later after after she runs out. Right before she does, she's going to stop outside and wipe her boot <laughs> before walking inside. <laughs> Incredible. I love it. I love it. Okay, so the five of you are inside uh, the hut now. It is cozy. There's no wind. It's bright. It's warm. I mean, the, the snow on the ground underneath the hut is probably chilly, but, like, that's the worst of it. What are you all doing? You've you've made it this far. I feel like we all just need to take a moment and um, recognize that we did a pretty cool thing just now. Um, <laughs> Hell, yes, you did. And let's let's all just hold hands. Shall we all just hold hands? Mirko, you don't have to. Mirko, you stay. You can... Whatever. If you choose to, cool. But not with me. But so I think if we just hold hands, do that. yeah. Mm-hmm. If we're like sitting in a circle, Bazdira is kind of backwards, but she's laying down with her head in the circle, holding hands, just breathing. <laughs> yep. Just yep. Trying to you haven't it. stopped running for like five minutes, and you've been flat out. Yeah, and then yeah. got even faster. <laughs> I feel like Flake's eyes are just a little sunken as he's, like, used so much magical energy in the past, like, what has this been? Like, four minutes or so? Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, oh, God. Kitten Bria, how you two doing? I'm fine. Pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good for you. I'm glad you're hunky-dory over there. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The one thing is, if Mirko didn't drop the spell, I would tell him to drop. Uh, the the control wind spell. Oh yeah, no, he definitely hour. wouldn't have, uh, and would have, and and will when you tell him to. Cool. All right. So with the equinox's magic and everything that's going on, or the the equinox, the solstice. What are we on? The equinox. Equinox. Right. Yeah. Spring. The equinox. equinox. Spring equinox. That's where we are. I I should really know. Uh, <laughs> so with the equinox's magic, uh, Flick, you can make this hut last up to sixteen hours, which would be enough to. Uh, you know, handle the rest of the day and night because even though it's not really time ready for you all to have a long rest, like that's long enough for sure. So is that is that the choice that we're making here? I think that's probably wise, um, and that also gives us time to sort of like not only fully rest but also like we need just to collect our thoughts. Yeah, we we gotta we gotta come up with a pl- a capital P plan. I think hopefully the okay. blizzard goes away mm-hmm. so we can. We noticed that, right? That's a great point. Let's find out. So, Bria, go ahead and roll me a d20. Okay. Are you The way that you said this makes me think that if it went away, we're in trouble. Okay. Well, I rolled an 11. Okay. So, you all stay in your cozy hut. Um, you, you know, have some subpar dinner because Sniv 
chef connoisseur whatever isn't there to cook for you. I'm making this shit up. I don't know. I do uh, miss Snow. You have your dinner, right? Uh, you get some rest, uh, some much needed rest for some of you, some, you know, gilding the lily hat on a hat rest for others. Uh, and you sleep. And it's warm and it's lovely. And you wake up, uh, you know, a few, maybe an hour or so before the extended tiny hut is set to expire. Uh, And you look out because you can see out of it and you can see that, in fact, the storm has abated. It's still snowing, but, but, you know, it is just snowing. It's not blizzarding. It's not hailing anymore. Uh, And you can see that the sun is rising and just sort of creeping over the horizon and you you almost feel like you can feel its warmth sort of trying to to rewarm this place and you can see that to some extent it kind of works you can see almost a little bit of snow melt happening around the hut but it doesn't last it very quickly clouds roll in the snow gets a little thicker still not blizzard but the snow gets a little thicker and that ice refreezes but you've made it and your visibility is better, and you can see that the plane goes for maybe a couple thousand feet, and then it seems like there is a bit of a valley, and then you all can now see in the distance, on the other side of this valley, there is a set of mountains. And you can't tell if the mountains are a natural formation of the island or if this is part of the ground that was churned up by the Arcaniums uh, coming loose from the center of the island. But either way, it doesn't matter because you've got a big mountain range to cross and the day is fresh. So here we go next week because that's where we're going to leave it for this week terrible outro. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to see what the mountains have in store for our crew. You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at, at DNDLastRefuge That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge and if you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at DNDLastRefuge at gmail.com If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, find out what cons we'll be attending, and get links for other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Huff, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I am your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hens, and with me, I have... Bizira, Kit, Bria, and Flick. Happy gaming, y'all. Just kidding, we're not quite done yet. Hi, welcome back, everyone. I just wanted to say really quickly, we are sorry that we couldn't get together to make a a big to-do this year for our fourth anniversary. Schedules are difficult, things are weird, but we are also hoarding our energy to give you all a really awesome celebration for our fifth anniversary. But we didn't want our fourth anniversary to pass without us marking it. So our official fourth anniversary was two days ago on July 19th. So we just want to say happy fourth birthday to all of you out there. Thank you so much for listening. Happy Happy birthday birthday to you all. Hooray!